I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, my name is Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And you're listening to Dirty Air. Whoever was tracking drums on that song was going wildly over the top on the Formula One theme tune. If you listen to it, it's like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he was looking for work. Like he he knew that it was going on his uh his CV. He was going on his show reel, so he had to. I'm really going to show them what I can do in this little, this little moment here. Before we prepare for the Miami Grand Prix, is oh, that? Wait, let me read out the actual. Please, could you read, read out the read full? Out. As we prepare for the Formula One, <laughs> as we, before we, <laughs> as we prepare, <clears throat> as we prepare for the Formula One Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix 2022, let's get into this week's Formula One news. If you haven't taken the time to invest in crypto yet, um, it really is a place for douchebags. So make sure you go and do that immediately. If you do get crypto, though, you can say that you have something called a portfolio. And that's quite good, <laughs> isn't it? I think that's quite cool when you have a portfolio. As we prepare for the most American of Grand Prix, do you know that you know they built a marina for the Miami Grand Prix? They've built a fake marina. Yeah, I saw that. That all the boats hovering there with their, before they put the water in. It's not even real water. It's paper, foil, screens, and jelly. It's such a mad state for Formula One to be in. This Miami Grand Prix is just. It's so American, the way that they're doing this. It's so disgustingly American. This is my prediction. They're going to have the drivers like walking out of like a tunnel that's on fire. And they're going to ask them all to trash talk it. There's literal trash talk happening in Formula One now. Like after every race, you have Helmut Marco after the race, like saying, oh, well, maybe Lewis Hamilton should have quit. Like it, Helmut Marco looks like a bad guy from an Indiana Jones film. <laughs> The directors now have suddenly realised that there's good mileage in the fact that Helmut Marco is a bit of a dick. 
So he's getting so much more camera time than he used to. It's like the director's gone, hang on, that guy's, that guy's a bellend. Let's get him on camera. Like we didn't, we had no idea. Helmut Marco is a, a, he's a genius when it comes to putting a car together. Of course he is. It goes without saying. But just shut up when it comes to your stupid granddad trash talk. He said this week, the only talented driver I still see in the league is Lando Norris. Oh, what? Even that. That's, he says he's trash talking the other 17 drivers. Then he says, but he doesn't even have the best machinery at the moment. So he compliments, he's negging Lando Norris. He gives him a compliment and an insult at the same time. Last week he said Lewis Hamilton should have retired. It's like, Helmut, no offense, mate. But because you've had one car that's good for a year where the rear of the car actually drove the way that it was meant to and your driver won under very suspicious circumstances, don't start acting like you've won every pub quiz. I have to disagree and say that it's everything I want from Formula One. He might as well come out of, come out with like a pantomime cloak on, you know, <laughs> some sort of like a, a wild kind of costume, like accoutrement, like we'll have a you know, some like evil little kind of short waddling fat mascot beside him who says, yeah, <laughs> after everything he says. I have absolutely no problem with them going even further with all of their madness and silly pantomime dog shit. I adore it. And uh, although I am not like of the drive to survive Formula One fan alumni, I do share a lot of their sensibilities. And I am, I'm, Every, uh, I, I'm more and more engaged as the days go by as this all becomes sillier and sillier. So go for it, Helmut. The Americanization of Formula One has got to a point where if they're going to keep pushing this, this sort of wrestling narrative, what we should do is we should have one of those moments before a race. You know, like in WWE where like a, a wrestler that wasn't in the match comes out with a microphone. And it's like, I'm taking you down. Like a retired wrestler, like British Bulldog will come out and everyone will go, oh my God, we should do that. But with an old Formula One driver. Yeah, yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin's I like the glass breaks and everything shatters. Like all the lights go down on a street circuit. So the cars have to stop. Everything powers down suddenly. And then, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's, it's, it's Mark Webber. It's Mark Webber. <laughs> Mark Webber's in the Red Bull. Comes out with one with a microphone, just walking, and he goes, "Now listen here, I'm going to multi twenty one all over your face, guys." Right? <laughs> he goes, "You go, you're going down, Lewis Hamilton. Your reign is over, Max Verstappen." I think they should push it even further. It should be someone from like the. It should be Eddie Irvine, Rubens Barrichello, just like someone who is properly retired should come out in boot cut jeans, pointy shoes, a white shirt, collar shirt with the top two buttons undone. And you see them leap into their car and their only lights are on and they're in the one in the pit lane and he flies out and then suddenly everything comes up and he's got a more powerful car than everybody. So it's like the equivalent of like the chair shots. He starts throwing every, or like maybe he's got those police grates where he throws them underneath those uh, tyre spikes that the police use to stop runaway vehicles <laughs> and he's throwing them underneath Hamilton and Norris. If they've built a fake marina to go for the American Grand Prix so it looks more like a European track. What could they build in Monaco to make it more like a, an American track? They should, should they put hot dog stands next to the, the apex, <laughs> the apex of, of La Piscine? Is that what they should do? <laughs> also in Formula One news this week, Sergio Perez has threatened to quit Formula One if the calendar adds any more race dates. Uh, to the year he said that the current race amount is 24 races that's enough anymore i'm out and i have to say 
I don't believe him. Of all the drivers on the grid, I think they could add another 40 races. And as long as Sergio Perez keeps that Red Bull seat, he is not going anywhere. I think they could have made him drive from Italy to Miami. Like, what what do they call it? Like the gumball rally, where you have to, like... <laughs> they, they could turn Formula One into that. So there's also points for going past, like, checkpoints from... You, you drive up through northern Italy, uh, through Switzerland, then, like, round the mountains up through uh, France, get a, get a ferry, everybody's hanging out and that, you know, Brundle's walking about on the ferry talking to all the other drivers. <laughs> There's no way that he would quit Formula One if they added more races to the calendar. Because they also add more money to the calendar, don't they, when they add more races? More races, yeah. more money. I completely agree with the sentiment. I don't believe that he actually would. I mean, d- you know, depends on how kind of ridiculous it got, but I don't think they would... They ha- there comes a point where you're kind of impacting people's health, not only mental but physical. There would become a point where it became too much. But, like, for now, I think everybody's... None of them have any time to spend all the money they're making. That's their problem. Well, they can invest in crypto. That's one thing that they can do, especially well, this weekend. Where, the, where would be a good place to do that? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, the Crypto.com Ameri- All-American Fun Time Hour Cowboy Super Gunshot Firing American Miami Grand Prix. You know, one person I feel sorry for this weekend. One person who's destined, destined to make probably half a million to a million dollars in synchronization fees this weekend who will not be making any money this weekend is will smith because no one's going to be using his song miami anywhere this weekend i, I if it, if you see miami the song party in the city where the heat is on if you see that anywhere on television this weekend please tweet us at very dirty air and let us know all night on the beach to the break of dawn all night on the foil and jelly marina till the break of dawn <laughs> So uh, a short, special episode this week. We're going to answer all of the questions that um, you guys have written in for us because uh, we're going to answer all the questions that you guys have sent in for us because you have sent us a lot of questions and as yet we have not answered them. So uh, at Very Dirty Air on Instagram and Twitter, any questions, any Formula One related questions, any mildly, even loosely Formula Formula One related questions, please send them in to us. Um, and if you enjoy this podcast, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, comment, or do, please, you know what, do a social media post about it. Um, even if it's a relative's birthday, instead of posting a picture of them, just do the do the writing underneath, happy birthday, mum, I love you more than anything, you've always been there for me, but just do a po- picture That's of our podcast. That's such a good idea. Or like you, like holding like your nonna, and like she's 91 today, and that's really a special on your nonna's, no better way to celebrate your nonna's birthday or to commemorate her passing than with a post about dirty air. Do you know what? Even at the funeral, even as you stand up there to read the eulogy, just go, my nonna was born in 1939. She survived this many, she survived the war. Mm -hmm. She was an evacuee child. And I do just want to take a minute to say, Dirty Air is probably the best unofficial Formula One podcast on the airwaves at the moment. That would be good. Good cremation music, actually, wouldn't it? As as Nonna disappears. Okay, first question. From Cyclops1981, this is connected to what we were talking about just now. Name any venue in the world you would like to see a Formula One race. I would love to see, and they've been trying to get it on on the circuit for years, on the calendar for years, but a London street circuit Grand Prix that goes over Tower Bridge and then takes a right south of the river and then goes over, say, Westminster Bridge, mm-hmm. and then up up into uh, Trafalgar, Piccadilly, round the Palace, 
Mm-hmm. Like imagine watching Lati- imagine watching Latifi crash outside Buckingham into a beef eater. <laughs> Latifi's killed a beef eater. Yeah, well, let's hope it's not Lewis Hamilton because he's vegan. Oh, okay. I thought you meant because his jail time would be more severe. <laughs> um, that's genuinely what I thought you meant. Uh, he'd get in worse trouble for it. I do like the idea of a bridge. Like a bridge in a formula, like if we could get some big, long, like the Severn Bridge that goes from like Bristol to Wales and really add some jeopardy to any kind of crashes that happen there. But like seeing, you know, uh, whoever go through the side reservation and splash into the water. Also, you wouldn't have to stop the race for too long because anybody who, you know, crashes just careens off the bridge into the water. No, no need for a red flag. Yeah, it'd be like Mario Kart. Just get one of those clouds with a fishing rod. Get back on. It'd be easy. Clouds with a fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> From Nicky Meager, who's a better dad? This is Nicky Meager's language, not ours. Who's a better dad? Yoss, brackets the psycho. Dimitri, brackets the Russian Ollie. Or Lawrence, brackets with that wife. Who do you think the better dad is of those three? If you were walking around Alton Towers with your children and one of those dads, which one would you want it to be? Alfie Brown. I've seen Joss Verstappen hug Max Verstappen more tenderly than I've seen either of the other two. What's the guy's... What's um, what's Mazepin, Mazepin Senior, whoever the fuck, uh, you know... Dimitri. Dimitri, Dimitri. Mazepin. I mean, he, if you had three guesses to guess his name, yeah, yeah, I would have got there. You would get Dimitri, I, yeah. I definitely would have got there. Oleg would have been first. Vladimir and then and, Dimitri. Yeah. Um, he walks around as it, he doesn't really give Nikita any more respect than he would if he was like still in his ball bag. It's like an extension of his balls. And he wanders about like, oh yeah, my balls like grew into like this sort of weird conscious thing that I'm trying to get a seat in Formula One. So... There's no real, like, appreciation that Nikita is a kind of a, a separate conscious being to the Kias. Um, like, uh, Lawrence is still... I think Lance is a kind of infant, and he. I think he wanted Lance to be an extension of his own kind of bollocks and ball bag, but he's sort of too disappointed by this sort of little, little tiny little squirt that... Uh, I wonder if Lawrence, like, malnourished Lance, because Lawrence is a big guy. So, like, he would have had to, like, like, maybe he fed Lance, like, one meal a day. No, you're not fucking growing, mate. We're fitting you in that car. You're doing what daddy never could. This big bear could never get a seat in Formula One because daddy's too big. But you, you're not getting any food until you can fit in there. So, yeah, I think Joss, because I've seen him hug uh, Max. What would be about you? Well, I think when Lawrence hugs Lance... I think Lawrence is thinking, you know, like um, like Succession, where the dad's like, none of my kids are powerful enough to take over my empire. I think when Lawrence hugs Lance, he's thinking, my son is weak. And I think when Dimitri hugs Nikita, he's thinking, I wish I'd never had you. And I think when Yoss hugs Max, I think Yoss whispers in Max's ear. He gives him these tender hugs, but I do think Yoss whispers, you're fucking nothing. Like Max is the most likely to be able to kill his father. Like, n- n- neither of the other two would have it in them to kill their dad. But I can like imagine it, like it's gladiator. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your failures as a son were my failures as a father. And then... <laughs> oh my god i've never noticed that max verstappen is joaquin phoenix in gladiator isn't absolutely. he? absolutely 
Absolutely. Do the crowd? Does uh, the not, crowd love not me? Not least because he wants to like. Uh, he's got that girlfriend who is his sister, obviously. Who looks exactly like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much more like the sister character in Gladiator looks like Joaquin Phoenix. Lando Norris's girlfriend looks exactly like Lando Norris as well. It's mental. Oh my god! So all these F1 drivers, their girlfriends are like face app versions of themselves. <laughs> it's mad. <laughs> From Faye Jarley, if the team principals went racing instead of the drivers, who would be on the podium? That is a very good question. Uh, I'm actually going to go out on a limb here and say that it would be um, Zach Brown from McLaren. I mean, that is insane. <laughs> no, no, okay. I, look, listen, look, I know that there, it would add a lot of downforce to the car. I know that, right? Having him in there. But he, he collects those cars. He likes, uh, he like, he know, I feel like he knows how to set up a car mm. more than someone like Toto, who is a financial advisor and entrepreneurial billionaire who is incredible at. Uh, keeping his team spirit buoyed. Yeah, um, I and think he's also walking at six four. Toto, he's not. He's going to be no good at uh, 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 fitting. It'll be um, Horner. No, Horner wasn't fast enough to even get. Have you not seen that footage of Martin Brundle and Horner, where uh, there? Um, it's one of the night races. I think it's Singapore, and uh, Martin Brundle goes. This looks like such a great track. And Horner goes. Well, it's a shame you're too old to have ever raced here. And then Brundle just goes. Yeah, it's a shame you were too slow to get to Formula One. I I, I do remember that, and it was a good moment. And uh, that is... watching Horner's new teeth wince inside his thin-lipped mouth was a a real treat. <laughs> but um, Gunter strikes me as somebody who has that sort of uh, ferocious manic intensity. He has uh, certainly a rather kind of lively will to win. He's going to whip his team up into ship shape by kind of swearing at them constantly and telling them that they don't want to be, uh, you know, a, a bunch of fucking dicks or whatever it is he's going to say. And he's live. He's a live, live man. I'm going to go big on uh, Gunter. I tell you who it's not. It's not Bonotti. <laughs> it's not. No, I can. He drives at the speed limit everywhere in a little Fiat. With a little cartoon puff of exhaust coming out of his <laughs> as it fut futs along the street. He's got a white Fiat Panda. The car horn is on the is on the wing mirror. It's one of those <laughs> one of those <laughs> ones. <laughs> Joshua Wilkins says, "What would Nikita Mazepin be like on a date compared to Alex Albon?" I think Joshua Wilkins. That's a very difficult question to answer because. Um, uh, Alex Albon is such a kind boy. Mm. Alex Albon has lots of sisters. Yes, exactly. He understands women. Mm. He understands women. And his mum as well. He's been raised by a hard-assed Shawshank mum mm. who uh, who whittled her way out of prison over 17 years using only a spoon. So he he knows. He's got. He's been raised by strong women, whereas Nikita Mazepin's been raised by a weak man. Oh, yeah. Clip that up. Cheesecake PCK says, dream driver to be paired with currently on the grid and on which team? Oh my God. I would go with Nicky Lauda. With Daniel Ricciardo in the McLaren. That is a pairing I would love to see. And I would love to see how Nicky Lauda handled these new cars. And I would love to see Nicky Lauda get out of a car after a race where he's finished second or even first and got out of the car and gone, this car is bullshit. <laughs> this car cannot drive. Huh? This is from Chris Jones. Not even a question. Just for the love of God, do more Toto Gunter impressions and Jensen's peculiar <laughs> emphasizing on names. Jensen can't pronounce drivers' names right. Sergio Perez, Daniel Ricciardo, Lando Norice. Oh, is he doing that sort of embarrassed, awkward 
sort of white guy thing of trying to like he, yeah. he's trying to get them too much like middle class mums at a uh, you know at the school fake going oh we went to see this wonderful wonderful dance troupe called El <laughs> I, I'm curious to see how long Toto is going to stay as team leader in the current situation. Um, I'd be I'd be very surprised if he leaves next year, but I don't I don't really see him going further than 2023. Who goes first, Lewis or Toto? Mm, good question. I don't think Lewis is going anywhere. I mean, it's a. Ama- I think it's Lewis is fucking old, by the way. He's thirty-seven. For a, I mean, I know that you know people's bodies last longer. He really takes very good care of himself. He's a vegan and uh, all of this stuff. But he's, you know, he's going to be. What's he going to be? He's going to be thirty-eight by the time the next season starts. It's like it, most people have retired by then. Seb's definitely going to have retired. I don't think Lewis has lost anything this year. People, I think with the with this world that we live in of a quick news cycle and quick turnaround on everything, I think it's interesting to see uh, people go, oh my God, Lewis is over the hill. He should retire after just four races in a shit car. It's like the guy has seven world championships he he holds every record in formula one now but also his enthusiasm for it would he move to another team that is like if mercedes doesn't pick itself up well there you go like if he doesn't see mercedes getting better and he doesn't want to move to you know to mclaren or whatever if they've if they've uh leapfrogged uh mercedes in terms of pace and whatnot um what flavor chewits does ocon prefer from from skeptic seagull um there's no other F1 podcast getting sent questions like this. This is mental. I mean, I know what it is. I know that Ocon is the kind of guy that he, he doesn't care. I reckon I reckon even as a kid, to be funny, he ate them with the paper wrapper still on. And he's just so happy with a mouthful of candy. And he likes the fact that it has a dinosaur on the packet. That's, <laughs> what do you think Lando Norris's favourite candy is? If anybody in his family buys him Quality Street, he throws the Quality Street against the wall. And says, I want celebrations or miniature heroes. <laughs> From Kano81, why is Hamilton's car so much worse than Russell's? Is K-Mag everyone's favourite underdog? Two questions. Lewis's car isn't worse. It's like what Alfie said last week, which is just that Russell's just so pleased to not be, you know, driving a shoe this year. But, um, <laughs> he's just pulling more out of the car. And there's also the element of like what uh, Horner was saying about the Red Bull last year versus this year in Perez's increased performance it's like cars suiting certain drivers more than they suit uh, others so there could be a little bit of that maybe is k-mag everyone's favorite underdog yeah although i also adore albon yeah i want albon to have a very good season this year i, I really do i think that all the drivers who have who are uh, triggered um traumatized from their red bull second seat uh, mm. I, the, I want, I want, I want Pierre Gasly, who, by the way, posted a picture of him this morning looking absolutely tonk. Uh, ins- like it's gone over the line now, where you're not like, wow, he's in good shape. You look at a picture of Pierre Gasly, and it's like, you know, like when a dad's got divorced and he's really seriously joined a gym, mm. and you see, and you, and you see the pictures, and you're like, okay, Terry, you're taking this too far, mate. Look, I understand that you want to show your ex-wife that you're doing fine but frankly that you've got too big yeah gasly's shoulders now he looks like those 
You know the joints on an action man where the shoulders stick out loads? <laughs> so Gasly started to look like. Um, yeah, K-Mag is, yeah, I mean, K-Mag's come back with a sense of, it's always good for a Formula 1 driver to leave the sport and come back to it because they come back with a sense of perspective and joy for doing it where all the stuff that kind of, bo- Albon's the same, all the stuff that kind of bogged them down and stressed them out seems to disappear. I pledge allegiance to the flag of Esteban Ocon as well. I really want him to do, re- I want him to be a stable driver on the grid for a long time and i eventually want him to be like is he a world champion i mean who knows no he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that has that spirit but if we're judging it on spirit and you look at how much how much the nation or the world hates lewis hamilton or how much um how insane max verstappen seems to be like is that is that the the benchmark that we judge these people on it's like oh they have to be a champion because i don't remember michael schumacher having that insane cocky bratty um, ego or I mean, Vettel and I no exactly yeah and I, I think that we do need to uh, simmer down from this sort of um, again this WWE kind of ego insanity of these drivers and someone like Albon very much could be yeah um, a world champion driver uh, who's the next nice uh, or like mild not nice but that might be unfair uh, on Lewis but who's the most the next mild mannered Formula One world champion I would love it to be Mick Schumacher I would love to see Mick Schumacher in a car that he can compete in. I don't know if he could drive it. I don't know if he'd be able to drive it. But <laughs> <I would> lo- <laughs> the the narrative and storyline there would be a thing of complete and utter gold. And he seems like a really nice guy who's obviously had not the easiest time of it in the last few years. He seems like the kind of guy that only listens to hip-hop because he thinks his friends will think he's cool. <laughs> Let's put it this way. When Mick Schumacher is in his car late at night, he puts on Magic FM and he sings along to Ronan Keating and Celine Dion. And that's why I love him. <laughs> uh, okay, fingers crossed for Mick Schumacher then. I think that's it for the episode. That's it. We've answered your letters. We've answered your questions. Keep sending them in. Uh, this, is gonna, this is a little short, a little treat, a little tickler, a little tease. Alfie, who's going to be on the podium in Miami? On the podium in Miami, uh, you will find another McLaren. And I'm sorry to say that I think it's going to be Lando Norris. I feel like his spirit is high. There's just some drivers that things start to go their way when they're in a hot run of form. Um, and I think maybe... Uh, and then I'd go with Leclerc and uh, Max. All right, I'm going to throw th- I'm going to throw some curveballs out here. I think new course means uh, high risk of crashing. And I think that looking at those long corners and those long straights, I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that we lose our front runners. I'm going to say it's going to be Sergio Perez... Lando Norris and I'm going to give a podium to Daniel Ricciardo who loves racing in America so let's hope he gets one what's he going to wear this time because he wears like a cowboy hat and a stupid shirt when they're in Texas so what do you wear in Miami like a bikini yeah (laughs) he's going to come out in a bikini for the race (laughs) (laughs) this has been the Dirty Air podcast with Josh Weller and Alfie Brown Please subscribe on all the places that you can subscribe to, whatever your podcast platform of choice is. Leave a review, leave a lovely rating, uh, do a social media post about us because it helps us climb and grow and uh, that's that's what we're all in it for. Uh, so we, we want our own crypto.com sponsorship deal so we can start, you know, treating people like shit. Uh, thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Party in the city where the heat is on, or lying on the beach till the break of dawn. My name's Josh Weller. And my name is Bianvenado Army Army. And you've been listening to Dirty Air. Oh, what's Dirty Air in Spanish? Quickly.
I wonder who's going to be the celebrity on the podium in Miami. Because like Shaq O'Neal was just hanging out, like le- like leering over everyone at the podium in Texas last year. I I can't wait to see which celebrity F1 thinks is relevant to have on the podium, uh, giving the trophies out to the drivers. This week. It's going to be someone insane. It's going to be like Joe Rogan or Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg. It's going to be some some weird tone deaf choice of celebrity it's going to be i can't wait to see who it is it's going to be terrible um has estado escuchando aire sucio has estado escudando aire sucio you have been listening to dirty air uh, uh, yeah 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 uh, miami he's not uh, name out of your uh, fucking uh, mouth <laughs> Can y'all feel that? Can y'all feel that? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.